0: Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McClain, here along with Zach Berman. And the Eagles just beat the Atlanta Falcons 18-12 in the season opener, Zach, and we
1: were both wrong. Again. I, I think we had a sense of how the game was going to yeah, go. low scoring. Low scoring, close. Close. Um, but uh, the Again. end zone here, I'm pointing to it. This is an audio, not a visual thing, but I'm pointing to the the end zone here where Julio Jones was the target last year in completion. This year Matt Ryan had five attempts from the 10 yard he had four from the 10 and one from the 5 and again no touchdown. Couldn't get the job
0: done. And you know what? You got to give Jim Schwartz's defense
1: you know
0: a big uh, you got to give him credit for for the Absolutely. win here. You know, I think when when we look back upon this game it'll be Schwartz's defense and what they did in the red zone and the Philly Philly Mm-hmm. Being called when it when it was called, it did eventually lead, I think, to a touchdown. Kind of changed the momentum a little bit. The offense certainly wasn't sharp. Nick Foles certainly wasn't sharp. Um, you know that's something the Eagles have to clean up. But the defense, you have to feel really good about it, especially with new no Nigel Bradham.
1: Yeah, and I I would say overall, just the resilience of the team. I mean, they find a way. They just it's similar to last year. They just find a way. How many times were you watching that game, thinking they don't have it, but but they just keep. They, they just keep going at you, and like you said, the defense is the big reason. Jim Schwartz, how many times has he told us over the past two-plus years that what matters to him is scoring defense, not anything else, scoring defense? Well, Atlanta made five trips to the red zone tonight. They only got in the end zone one time. One
0: of five, and then goal, goal to
1: go, one of four. It's it's really <laughs> impressive. Uh, they had the goal line stand early on. They Obviously, we mentioned the play at the end of the game, but Rasul Douglas also – has the interception down there. They were just, they, they just constantly made plays when it mattered most. They had Matt Ryan's
0: number. I mean, yeah. Ryan looked terrible. 21 of 43 for 251 yards and threw an interception. Now, Julio Jones had a big game, Julio 10 Jones catches is so good. 469 yards. But I just tweeted this out there. I said, you know what? I still think that's a win for the Eagles because he only caught he only caught 10 of 19 targets. So it wasn't less yeah. almost a little over 50% of the targets, and he never got in the end zone. Mm-hmm. And that's been an issue for this, for this Falcons offense Red now zone for two offense. years. Exactly. I mean, Steve Sar- Sarkisian, uh, they're going to be calling for his head in Atlanta because I don't think he's getting a job. I think the play calling is a problem because you look at that offense. They're stacked. I, absolutely. Uh, Muhammad Sanu. Uh, they drafted Calvin Ridley in the first round. Calvin
1: Ridley. Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman. A good offensive line. Alex Max, a five-time Pro Bowl right center. And Matt Ryan is a good quarterback. Yeah. Now, MVP look, under Kyle Shanahan.
0: Again, you got to give credit to Jim Schwartz and that, and that defense. And let, let's look at it a little closely. Some of the guys that stood out. Number one, you got to start with Big big 91.
1: Absolutely. Fletcher Cox. What did you he, see? I, I saw what I saw in the playoffs last year. Just a, a forced run the line of scrimmage. And we can look at the stats, but there are so many plays that – don't come through in statistics, and and I, I did a story on Cox's kind of bid to try to be defensive player of the year earlier this year, and the yeah. premise of the story was how he would need double digit sacks, and what I was told by multiple people when I interviewed them for the story was like you can't judge what Fletcher does by sacks alone, and I think tonight was an example. He he was just he you couldn't you you could not block him. Two tackles,
0: but he had one sack. He would have had two if Derek mm-hmm. Burnett didn't get called for an offsides mm-hmm. that negated one of them, and then just another tackle for loss. And there was like what a screen that yeah, that yeah, he you totally it read. Out. He called it out. He totally read third down. And it wasn't like he got the tackle, but it totally thwarted yeah. any opportunity. I think it was to, to Coleman maybe for him to pick up any yards. And other defenders Freeman, came up yeah. and tackled him.
1: Oh, yeah. It was a Freeman. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Um, so Fletcher, and then I think uh, my number two guy. Well, I wouldn't go my number two guy, but I'll go right behind him with uh, Jordan Hicks.
1: Big play. It, or uh, a, He had a big game. He had a real costly penalty. Um, yeah. Well, it actually wasn't costly, but it could have it it been costly. costly. But besides that, um, looked great for a guy who missed almost all of last year. and He got hurt in October, came back, and uh, that's what the Eagles need. And you can just see him and Nigel Bradham on the field together. This defense is going to be better than last season's.
0: If, yeah, if they can stay healthy. Now, he led yeah. the team with seven tackles, one and a half sacks, had an eight-gap uh, blitz where he just ran over, uh, I think it was Freeman, mm-hmm. and sacked uh, Ryan. It was a, a big play at the time. Uh, had a tackle for a loss, two quarterback hits, uh, pass defensed. So a really good game out of him. The secondary was kind of um, you know a little bit of hot-cold. Uh, look, again, Julio Jones, maybe the best receiver in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's going to beat you, man. He is so good at running those sideline routes where he can get the cornerback to turn his hips yeah, And whether he's going post or if he's going corner or he's going out or comeback or something like that, he could just he could just create so much space.
1: But yeah. I'll, I'll say this, though. This is the third time now the Eagles have played him under Jim Schwartz. Every time he's over 100 yards. But they have the same game plan. Keep right. him in front of him. Right. They, he, they want to limit his yards after the catch. And I think you saw that 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 tonight they focus on tackling him when he makes the catch.
0: But you know, Ronald Darby, I thought still battled. He had a play couple of well. nice plays. Yeah. Uh, I guess what's he he was credited with three pass defense.
1: He was in coverage on the final play.
0: Right, uh, so opposite side of the field, mm-hmm. opposite side of that end zone. Whereas last year it was Jalen Mills on the okay. other side. Mills had two pass break up breaks up. Break, excuse me, break up. So he had a pretty good game. I thought McLeod had a good game. Malcolm Jen- Jenkins, of course, he's always
1: he's McLeod's always got to catch well. interceptions So. And, and he he, and, and he would tell you that too. Um he's got to finish there. We we I've talked to I've talked to him about that. He's got to finish. That's one of the
0: things the Eagles don't seem to like they have a lot of guys that don't finish on Yeah, that those, it was like, like a Nigel Bradham Nigel, thing. It's a Nigel Bradham Malcolm thing.
1: Jenkins was always that way too. And Malcolm Middles. actually on the first on the first drive Malcolm almost had a pick six in, in the end zone.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. So those guys you know, they start bringing those in. Jeez, you're talking about a defense is even better than it is so and we saw a lot of personnel groupings because not only just to match what the Falcons do but and that's what Jim Schwartz does he you know if you're going to dress more than likely you're yep. going to get out on defense at some point and and I think you know Malcolm talked a little bit about this after the game he's like you know you give a guys a certain amount of plays they don't have to worry about too much yep. when they come out there and I think that was the case for Nate Gary who I thought played solidly mm-hmm. he had that well, he, almost, he nearly picked yep. off Matt Ryan um, made a really nice play uh, same with Kamu Kruger Hill, he had a uh, he was involved in that goal line stand, that fourth down try by the Falcons on the uh, first drive of the game. So it looks like they're getting contributions from these guys who we didn't see much out of last year. Sidney Jones had a play, uh, pretty much snuffed a, a screen pass for for a tackle for a loss. So Jim
1: Schwartz is such a good defensive coordinator. He really
0: is overall, and you know a nice little rebound from the way the defense have played in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and they play this way at home. You know, you think about all their recent. Home games, or all their home games, end last year. uh, They were tough to beat, and that's kind of the thing here. Is is you you look under Doug Peterson, the Eagles entered this game fifteen and three at home. Now they're sixteen and three. Um, Teams are are going to have a hard time winning here this year.
0: It's going to be interesting to look back at the film and see how they did it Uh, overall. Before I get to the offense, I mean this was a sloppy game. Let's make no mistake about it on both sides of the ball. Falcons, 15 penalties for 135 yards. Eagles, 11 penalties for 101 yards. Um,
1: and some penalties extended drives. You, uh, you mentioned Derek Burnett. He had two offsides penalties yep. and third downs. Yeah.
0: Yep. And then uh, I guess each team had a turnover. Um, some drop passes. Zach Ertz, uncharacteristically, had two, uncharacteristically yeah. had two drop passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Goddard, I guess that qualifies as a drop pass if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Right through his hands. Now yeah, he got hit. Got hit. Yeah. He got hit. Yeah. got hit. But, um,
1: you know. Trey Sullivan had a foolish play. Trey here.
0: Sullivan had a play where he, he uh, on a yeah. punt, that kind of um, it's a shame dropped back towards him. He got blocked into it, it looked the, like.
1: But, but you can't be around the ball. That's a turnover.
0: And yeah. you, you can't have that. Um, okay, the offense. Let's talk about the the bad there before we get to the good. Because there was some good, but they just seemed like they couldn't get things going. And I was surprised that they didn't ride J.J. early. He, yeah. They did in the playoff game last year, and, and they had success there. I was there for Jay's interview. He says it had something to do with the, the foot. Okay. It um, had something to do with the fact that he hasn't really been practicing a lot. He's not really a practice guy to begin with. But um, I don't know. When he was out there in the second half and they were giving him 13 carries, he looked pretty good to me.
1: He looked really good. He only had three carries, I, I think, at halftime, right? Twelve, 12 and, carries yeah. after the break. And, yeah. and, um, and I asked Doug Peterson, why the disparity? And Doug said they were trying different things in, in the first half with different run fits and uh, – you know it seemed they really tried to get Sproles involved, but he said he made a concerted effort to keep Jai in the game, and uh, I, I think they're they're going to need to do that. I think Doug's inclination is to go with that committee approach. He 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 likes that, but I I think Jay is one of these these running backs. where the more you give him the ball, the better he's he's, he's going to be, and he's he's clearly the best runner on the team. And I think they have. Those other two guys, Corey Clement and, and Darren Sproles, are better as change of pace guys.
0: Right, and, and look, those guys are good, no break tackles, but they don't run as hard as Jay no, Jai. I mean, Jay, if you if, if a play isn't blocked up, he can still get you three or four yards, and he did that a few times tonight. Now, first half, three carries for 11 yards. But the second half, 12 carries for 51 yards and two touchdowns mm-hmm. for those fantasy guys. A lot of guys are be happy with those fantasy Absol- points. Zach. Absolutely. Are you a fantasy guy?
1: I am a fantasy football okay, guy. I am yeah. not a
0: fantasy football. I'm a fantasy football guy.
1: All right, okay. I'm, I'm fantasy football, fantasy basketball, fantasy baseball, but not fantasy <laughs> football.
0: Uh, Clement had a big run. Uh, but anyway, let's let's get. Let's. I'm going to ask you a little bit about what you thought the problems were in, in the passing game early on. There was a lot of dink and dunk mm-hmm. stuff to Nelson Aguilar. Did Doug say any reason why they why they did that?
1: He actually complimented Nelson as like uh, in, in terms of expanding his role to the outside. He said they're really going to try to move Nelson uh-huh. around this year. And you did see that eight uh, catches
0: for thirty three yards. Yeah, it wasn't that, much. Those though. are like running back numbers. Uh,
1: but uh, numbers. The thing that stands out to me is they really miss Alshon Jeffrey. He's a he. Even though the stats don't indicate it, last year he's a true number one receiver in terms of the attention that he commands. Absolutely. What he what he gives you on the outside, uh, the Eagles simply don't have. I mean, they had Mike Wallace, Nelson Aguilar, and DeAndre Carter as their top three receivers. Not tonight. exactly a great Thank, debut. Yeah.
0: debut for Mike Wallace.
1: And Three targets,
0: no catches. Two of them were yeah. deep balls. You know, I, I don't know if it was him tracking him. i got to look yeah. at him again, but he couldn't pull him in.
1: No. I, I thought the Eagles were going to play more two tight end tonight than they did. Um, actually, when you look at the numbers last year, they seemed to run better out of 11 than 12 personnel. I don't know if that had something to do with it. But Dallas Goddard, he he, he made a play in the corner of the end zone couldn't keep his feet in, but you saw the catch radius. But overall, didn't have the night that I expected from him.
0: No, and Zach. I mean, if he pulls in those two catches, then he has the night that, that you probably yeah. think he has. Zach's
1: better than how he played tonight. But yeah,
0: he had five catches, for forty-eight yards. He pulls in those two catches. That's two catch. That's seven catches for like eighty yards. Um, you know that. You know, look. And what do you have? He had a bad penalty to it—a pass, pass interference penalty that took away yeah, the push, a third yeah. down conversion. So not the not the greatest night for Zach Ertz, but more often than not, he's going to give you uh, a good a good showing. Um,
1: Nick Foles. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, look he's a survivor. I, I don't consider wins a quarterback stat. I know some coaches do. I've written about this before, but there's something about him. He just he just wins games. Like late in the game today, he made the conversions when he needed to make them. For some reason he just finds ways Darren to win. Darren Srolls
0: made that conversion, but whatever. No,
1: but that's he's a yeah, quarterback. Be, yeah, I mean yeah, right. it's like the Oakland game last year. You know? They just want that. he finds ways to win. They, 2014, when he got hurt, they had a great record. When when he when when he got hurt, um, I don't know what it is. He just he finds ways to win. It, it did not look good tonight, um, but I think he gave you just enough. You know, and, and, he didn't and, and, lose in the game.
0: Right, and that was that was my column. You know, he wasn't super, he wasn't special, yeah. but he was good enough. And you know what? What was the
1: quarterback rating tonight? Fifty point seven. All right, so this is one of those. This is one of those ugly Nick games. But, but, but he'll yeah. say
0: it's a medium game because he <laughs> didn't throw any interceptions. I yeah. mean, he did throw one interception. Yeah. That wasn't on him, that interception. And I, to me, that was kind of like Nick was just kind of treading water and just surviving – and the key was that he didn't throw any, any interceptions. Although aside from, aside from the one, but he came close. He came two. close. I mean, yeah. Robert Alfred should have had that. Yeah. That one was ridiculous. Close. That was that was it an egregious close. drop. But because um, he was throwing the Aguilar on a crosser, and he did not see Alfred. And there's one a few plays earlier to Ertz. That that was almost nearly yeah. picked off. It could have yeah. been taken back for a touchdown. This yeah. is early in the third in the that's, third quarter. That's the game. I mean that yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean you're going to get those fortuitous yeah. bounces and and that's happened with the Eagles too. That's yeah. the difference between winning and losing um, sometimes. But it happens for both teams.
1: But like fans fans shouldn't be worried about Nick because he's been here before. Like he's the kind of quarterback who we can go out there in Tampa Bay, against Tampa Bay next week and throw 350 yards and three touchdowns. Um, right. He's right. just right. He He's a really good backup quarterback. He can start in this league, but he can get you by until Carson's ready. 100. percent. Right. That was, that
0: was my thing. Like backup quarterbacks aren't supposed to win you championships. Well, last year that backup quarterback did win you a championship, but they are supposed to win you a game here and there on the <laughs> regular season when your starter goes down, and and that's what Nick can do. And he's going to, you know, he did that obviously in this first game. I think, you know, next next week, looking ahead, I, I imagine that. Um, he can do it again against the Bucks, and now it looks like maybe it's going to be an extended period. NFL Network report says that uh, uh, Carson Wentz is going to be out for several weeks. Although I think we kind of were, were thinking that as well. You know, to me, once he didn't make the season opener, there was no longer a deadline. Yeah. It's, so now it's just like okay, whenever whenever he's clear for contact and we feel comfortable putting him out there, we're going to put him out there. So it's possible he's not back by till the Titans game, the Colts game in Week Three. Although the report seemed like it was going to be beyond that. Maybe the Vikings game. So that would five. push it. Yeah, that's what I wrote in my story. So if it's a month, it would be the October 7th game the Eagles yeah. host the Vikings here. Huge game. Which would be a huge game. Huge game. And let's say the Eagles come in 3 and 1. Let's say they lose the Titans game.
1: Okay.
0: And you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Yeah, if you're the Eagles, right? If you just absolutely. lose one of those games.
1: If, if you get by 3 and 1 four games and Nick Foles that's
0: really good. And you know what? If And Nick Foles can play better than this, so there's a good chance yeah. that you will.
1: And they're going to get Alshon back soon. Yeah, I mean, maybe week three. Um, they're going to get Nigel Bradham back tomorrow, or as we talk, it's 2.30 a.m. Um, they'll, they'll get him back today. Uh, there's going to be injuries throughout the year. I just think that this is this is a really talented football team. And yeah, it is. And there are games that, you know, I thought they were going to lose tonight because you're not going to win every game, and I thought the odds were stacked against them in certain ways tonight. But they found, a way, found a way to win, and and when you win these games, when you win these tough games, that's how you end up thirteen and three. That's how you end. I mean, that's how you know these these close games. It's been it's really been a hallmark of these Doug Peterson teams in two thousand seventeen and now to start two thousand eighteen. If you remember his first year, they kept losing these close games. This year, they're winning these close games. That's how you go twelve and that's four, or they're the thirteen NFL. and three. Last that's how year. you
0: get to the playoffs yeah. in the NFL and you win championships real quick. Special teams. All right, we still should, an issue. Yeah, we should point out though that Rasul Douglas came in and had an interception. You mentioned that yeah. earlier briefly, but it's a ball uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean that guy makes plays. How about um, Cameron Johnston on special. Teams? Cameron Johnston, I was going to point that out. Forty-seven yeah. yard net, fifty-two point two average uh, gross. Uh, one inside the twenty had one that bounced, rolled right into the end zone, touchback. I don't think that was much of his fault. Uh, Darren Sproles had one return for twelve yards. You know, he looked pretty good. Yeah, uh, and Shelton Gibson had a good one and a. Know, one, well, when he shouldn't heck. have taken out. What yeah. the heck was he thinking? Pillow it wasn't. It wasn't, was the on. o- wasn't only that he shouldn't have taken it out, but he was just he running backwards. About, yeah. It's like, dude, just plow ahead, yeah. get as much as you can. Um, but he had a nice return. The other one, he was carrying guys for for about five or six yards and uh, picked up thirty yards um, to that extent. But yeah, the trade, the Trey Sullivan fumble wasn't helpful uh, for the special teams. And
1: I, I don't want to pick on, on on Trey, who's a nice guy, is a hard worker, could be gone. Um, but yeah, I mean they they have. Nigel
0: coming back. Am and I pronouncing
1: have... DJ Hall? is yeah. Is it, it DJ? Yep. Yeah. Uh,
0: so they got two guys coming back. So you think Nigel's it's going to Nigel's going to take Matt Collins' a spot. Oh, right. yeah. Right. Um, so you think Trey will be the – And so, up.
1: yeah, I don't think they're going to carry five safeties. So I think Hall takes takes Trey's spot. And we should point out to listeners and, and, and readers, when that happens, if that happens, I should say, they're not cutting Trey Sullivan because of the play tonight. It's because, you know, they have a safety coming off suspension. Uh,
0: looking at the stats here, Zach, just real quick. Um, 50% on third down and two of three in the red zone. You know, the Eagles were good at both those. So, you know, they they were a little more opportunistic uh, in this game than they were in the divisional playoff game. That kind of was a difference. Because overall they only had 232 total yards, 3.6 yards per play. So it wasn't like the Eagles um, were lighting it up. And the offensive probably needed to be better at some point this season. But they did enough to get the job done. All right, well, that's it for us here. At Lincoln Financial Field, where the Eagles win the season opener over the Falcons, 18 to 12. That's Zach Berman on Jeff McClain, and we will talk to you Tuesday. next week. Yeah. yeah, Tuesday. As we look ahead to the Bucks, see you later.